Welcome back to episode 49 of the Catching Up Podcast. I'm your host every week. My name is Connor Kaysen. I run a company here in Seattle called Find Me Media. I help local businesses here in the city of Seattle build out their digital marketing strategy, mostly related to social media content. Every week, I'm joined by my co-host, Nick Hughes, who runs a company called Founders Live. It's an online community and local events community that helps founders and startups alike connect and present their businesses to each other. This week, we're exclusively talking about content strategy. And Nick is kind of picking my brain a little bit about how I use content on a weekly basis to uh, promote my business and get new clients, as well as Nick talking about what his plans are and how he wants to leverage the content that he creates at his events every week to grow his platform. Thank you for listening along. If you have any questions, shoot us a tweet, Facebook, Instagram, founderslive.com or leave us a message here on anchor we'd love to hear from you thank you very much and enjoy the show hey nick welcome back to friday and another episode of the catching up podcast how are you doing today what's up yeah i'm doing well how are you i am fantastic this is our 49th episode uh, I'm, just, I'm just impressed that uh, we keep doing this thing. Hey, that's half of the battle is just showing up, right? I, I can't recall on the top of my head how many episodes we did of the last show that we did. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but uh, I mean, we are right around like 40 or 50. So I think we're about to pass uh, the record that we had for that other show. Man, that's that's great. I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, me too. It, just being Impressed, consistent. Yeah. Well, Anchor is so helpful, too. Like, it just makes it pretty easy to record this call. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you're, I assume you're in Montana. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. Excellent. And so, what are you doing in Montana? What's the plan while you're there? Well, I, I've been here since Sunday night. Um, so, when, you know, we spoke last, when we spoke last week, I was in Seattle, and that was great. Just made a little quick trip to Seattle. But then I uh, came here and I've been here all week uh, and we had our we had our first Founders Live Bozeman event um, on Wednesday. So that was it was great. Um, it is cool. I mean, you know, Bozeman's not a very big city. And so it was really, really cool. We had a great, great turnout. And it was really cool to see how the response, you know, the this is pretty brand new to them. And, you know, People loved it, and we're excited to continue uh, here. Um, it pro- you know it won't be monthly, but it would it would probably be once every other month or something like that. But um, yeah, so you know it was fun to put that event on, and I've just been hanging out. I'm like staying kind of right downtown on the main strip, and so I've I've started to get to know like you know the the coffee shops I go to and the little neighborhood, um, the running route, you know, and all that good yep. stuff. Yeah, awesome. And so like. What really? What's the startup community like there in Montana? I mean, how does it compare to all these other cities that you've been to now? It's definitely smaller. Um, you know, so Montana State University is here, and so they definitely have, um, you know, kind of that feeder, a little bit of that early stage feeder concept. And you know, in Bozeman or in in Montana, Bozeman is actually, um, it's not the biggest city, but it's actually definitely you can tell it's starting to become the center of. Um, the you know early stage startup activity compared to the other cities and so you know um actually you know at our event they actually the deputy mayor so he's the mayor in line 
you know, basically once you get, once you get elected, you have like two years of like, you're kind of the, you're the deputy mayor and then two years, you're actually the, the full mayor, I guess that's yeah. how it works. But he was there and, you know, I, I got to know him a little bit and, um, you know, just the, part of the event was, I mean, they're really focused on, you know, growing Bozeman and making it or continually growing it as the center of, you know, innovation and technology in this area, you know, Montana and Wyoming. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's growing, man, but it's, it's small. I mean, it's obviously it's you know, orders of magnitude smaller than Seattle and, yeah. you know, so everyone knows everyone. And, you know, we, we had what, we probably had like 65 people at the event, which was great for the first one, but that's you know, fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, there was like, you know, so actually there's a company called Blackmore that is one of the more known startups here in, um, uh, companies in Bozeman and, um, met the guy, you know, you know, they, they actually just got acquired, um, or they're going through an acquisition process. And so it was, um, really interesting to meet some of these people that are actually, you know, major players in the ecosystem. Cause that's kind of how small it is, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, and so like, how do you, how do you connect with these people? Right? Like when you're preparing to go to a city, is, is there like a game plan or a system that you have in place? It's like, um, right. Like I wouldn't have any connections in Montana. So, so what would someone have to do to like find out where the startups are there? Well, um, let's see, I was here last fall, um, for, it was associated with Founders Live, but it was also associated with, um, actually Bunker Labs. Um, and they're, they're an accelerator. And so, um, I made a few connections here specifically, you know, a couple of investors, and, um, you know, was able to, you know, I continue those conversations. And that's really through those connections was actually how I got, um, we really got some things going to get Founders Live going here in Bozeman. And, you know, so I think if you're brand new, it's like if you were to come to Bozeman, you know, you definitely just got to look up, I think, looking up a couple of the angels and the, the in- investor community and, um, you know, just like, you know, what, what else is around. And, th- and that's why it's important that Founders Live is here because now that's a baked in, it's a baked in community. And, you know, one of the things that they're so excited about, that the biggest thing is like, when you take a, someone, you, you take a city like Bozeman, my value proposition pitch to them is like, hey, look, getting Founders Live up and running actually connects you pockets of, you know, entrepreneurship and creativity yeah. and innovation around the world. And, and so they're lighting up because they're like, dude, this is great. Like if once we get this going and obviously there's a network here, we can then reach out. I was telling them like, Hey, reach out to like David down in Dallas. who's running the founders. Like he's our city leader and founders. Like if you that just pitched at the Bozeman event, you then connect with someone in Dallas, like our city leader and say, Hey, I pitched at Bozeman founders live. Like, you know, three months ago, I'm looking to like get into, like, I'm going to be down in Dallas, like, we'll let me connect with you. Or can you help me connect with such and such company or person down in Dallas? And that's how this whole thing works now, right? So they're excited just to be now networked in and connected to other pockets around the world, which I think is actually one of, that's one of our biggest value propositions right there. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, that, as far as the the original question, yeah, your platform's really like accomplishing that in itself by creating a community and, and providing a resource where if you are going to those communities, you can kind of reach out and establish that network, which is awesome. Totally. So I want to transition. Um, this is probably a good transition. Uh, someone uh, 
actually from last week at the Seattle event, um, he reached out to me and we, we spoke the other day and he started asking me or just bringing up the concept of, you know, content strategy. And, you know, he's focused on that as well as he was just kind of curious of what, where we're going and what the content strategy is. And so I wanted to kind of bring that up because for Founders Live, it's, I'll touch on it in a second, but, you know, I guess for you, you know, what is content strategy? And number two, how has yours evolved or what is your content strategy for Find Me as well as yourself? And then how is that changing and evolving over time? Yeah, I have to ask, was this person that you met with um, a well-dressed gentleman um, who's kind of working on a well-dressed community? No. No. Okay. No. Cause I know you, I saw, I saw on Instagram that you met with, uh, one of the Seattle gents. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's uh, definitely, um, a similar conversation, but it okay. wasn't, it wasn't him. Um, no. yeah. Cause I met him for the first time. I, I've known him online for a while, but I met him for the first time recently as well. Um, awesome. and so I thought, I was like, Oh, cause we had a similar con- uh, conversation related to content strategy. And so, mm. but, uh, related to the question, um, yeah, so my content strategy, it's kind of like uh, flown a little off the rails just because of the volume that I'm struggling to get out. But uh, what I do is I have this brand, Find Me in Seattle, and then the company is Find Me Media. And so Find Me Media is more like a broader agency that provides services. And Find Me in Seattle is the first client, should I say. And so what mm-hmm. I do with Find Me in Seattle is – uh, between YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, and I guess LinkedIn, which is more personal, I, I'm trying to create more long-form content and then chopping it up to distribute around all that. And by creating all this content, I actually uh, om- almost never, the only place that I talk about that I'm providing services is through Instagram story because that's kind of a blog. But through Facebook and YouTube and all my posts, I create long form content that promotes local businesses and tell stories um, to provide value to these people that I'm telling stories about. And what that is doing is that is providing me as a lead generator for people who are like, oh, like, that's really cool that you made that video for them. Um, And like, are you running ads or did you build their website? And it's actually bringing leads into me passively, even without uh, saying that I do marketing that they have a marketing agency, right? When yeah. they see that a video got created or a business says, you know, thank you, Connor. Thank you, Five Me in Seattle for creating this for us. Then people have reached out to me and was like, hey, we'd love to talk with you about either doing a collaboration or understanding more what you do. And so creating the content and not selling my services has been the primary strategy for the business. Um, nice. So like, nice. yeah, today's National Donut Day and I have this video coming out that I've already posted on Instagram, but now I'm posting it on Facebook. Um, and it's all about this uh, pop-up delivery donut company that's brand new. Um, it's called Dozen Donuts. And uh, yeah, it doesn't really talk about any of the services I provide, but I just wanted to uh, create a video to promote him. And hopefully, you know, someone eventually will see that video and then reach out to me and kind of dig deeper into the services that I'm providing. Nice. And so you would say the majority... Okay, what percentage would you say of your content is audio video and what percentage is written like a blog blog post? Uh, I have 
never done a blog post. I'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> so, so like, like ni- 99 and then slash one, right? Yeah. Like, well, the, the thing is like I tr- Facebook and Instagram are blog posts. Yeah. So, so, and I've actually really dropped the ball. I, I have on my whiteboard here that I have meaning to take all of my Facebook and Instagram and YouTube con- pieces of content, organize them per business and create a bunch of blog posts. Because I know I have this opportunity of all these stories about all these businesses that I need to put them on a, a web page so they last and they're searchable and they have some of that longevity. I just haven't prioritized actually doing that because I know that's gonna that's gonna take me, uh, you know, a couple weeks to really put together. And so I have this like content plan that I haven't really been able to execute on. And how that would work is um, I would go to the event or the business, whatever I'm shooting, I would film all day, take photos figure out all the content and then I would produce a video. I would take that long form, right? Let's call it a 10 minute video. I would chop it up. I'd find like one minute clips that are really good, right? I try to find three one minute clips. Those clips would go out onto Instagram. The long form video would go on Facebook and YouTube. And then I would also go at the same time and write a blog post, take the photos and any of the YouTube, all the clips and put them all in one place also post it on my website but that last step putting on the website I just haven't done that and really that it comes down to I'm I'm a terrible writer and and <laughs> writing kind of like I don't want to say bums me out but it, it, I'm not excited about it at all and so I'm really like keep pushing that to the wayside even though I know there's this huge opportunity because I'm driving traffic and people are watching what I'm doing that I should be doing it I just haven't been able to uh uh, figure out the time and I, and I honestly haven't figured out the right way to outsource it either. Um, right. Because yeah. I, I really, it's me. I can't have someone else write it for me. Um, I guess I could have someone like take, if, if I'm already writing the Facebook and the Instagram post, I just need to work it in. Right. It's not that much extra time to even at worst copy and paste it over into a blog post. I just haven't, uh, I haven't been disciplined to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Nice. What, what have like you been that. thinking about with this topic? Well, yeah, I mean, based on the conversation I had with this individual, it definitely is, I mean, it's been top of mind, but it really has, it's sparking. It just feels like the next, it's the evolution of my of Founders Live and kind of what we're doing. And if you think about it, there's so much organic content that we're not really doing a great job of capturing it. And I was like, I was telling this guy, I'm like, you know, because he was like, man, you guys are like doing really well and you're growing. And yeah, I mean, look, we're doing great. Um, but what's crazy is I'm like, we're not doing we could be doing so much better, which what that means is, you know, when you think about um, the events that happened, which, you know, last night there was Portland and Buenos Aires had their events. And then tonight, D.C., Washington, yep. D.C. has their um Dude, we launched, we have our first event and there's like 150 people signed up almost. It's really wow. great. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, very surprising. We do, we pushed this out two weeks ago, actually. This is a rushed event and there's like 120, 130 people um, signed up right now and there'll probably be another 10 or 20 more. But anyway, um, you know, that there is in, inherently from our events, there's like great content that is happening um, and as we start live streaming all the events, which we're still trying, you know, we're getting that in line and, and I'm looking for a major, I'm still looking for a major platform and solution of how to piece that all together. But yeah, you know, when you have all these events, we're live streaming them 
we then have organically on a weekly basis, a tremendous amount of content just from the physical event, the pitches that are highlighting, they're, they're literally like five and a half minutes each of five, you know, like five and a half minute chunks of essentially a startup talking about what they do and why it's important. Yeah. And that, that specific chunk is going to be starting to be recycled and pushed out um, in, in amazing ways. Right. And so, you know, if you think about the event, the, the organic in, in content that's in, these are audio visual videos. Yep. Um, and then when you look at the interactions and content through and on founders live, those are essentially posts and questions and comments and a lot of really interesting, you know, um, topics and, and stuff there. That's only going to continue to get better. Um, you know, so that's kind of written. Um, and then obviously the, the podcast that's going to come together. And so that's as an audio, um, and, and starting to get that. And so when you look at that, I mean, I'm just literally now it's like, it's really starting to open my eyes of like, oh my gosh, it's just really about getting organized Yes. and, and actually putting a process together. That's it. Like all this is happening already. It's like, you know, and, and that, this is not to even touch upon, dude, if we actually have a serious, highly, highly produced show, that's a totally another angle of content that will be created. And then the, the film crew that's going to be around me. You know, so all this is there. All this is going to happen. It's just a matter of getting it organized. So I, that's why I'm asking, you know, I'm just like starting to talk about it more and like think about like, you know, I would suggest anyone listening is like, what is your content strategy? And what I was telling this guy was, I'm like, look, we're not like a SaaS business tool that, you know, in that direction, they just have to pump out a ton of blog posts so that when people are searching online, they're tripping up on this, you know, blog post that talks about xyz and they click through and they're like hey you want to like try this product that's like written content strategy yeah and when the guy the guy like brought that kind of angle to me and i was like well we don't do that here's what here's what i'm thinking and it's just so organic and it's so it's just like putting a process and essentially an organization to all of it that's what i'm looking at now yeah i mean you you guys i think you have such an opportunity because you well you're talking about putting the videos in five minute chunks, I think you should break it down even further. I think you should just do the 99 second chunks. Well, yeah, that, there's, you know, that's what we have to figure out is like, what is, what is that final little piece? And I do think the 99 seconds is actually perfect because, you know, that's a short, it's a short bite of, of, of video. It, it is the pitch. It gets it directly, um, you know, it gets to the point directly. Um, but he said the same thing kind of, and, and he basically was like, whoa, you're actually more of a publisher. You're like, and I'm like, yes. And if you, dude, I, yeah, I get so excited about this, but like this whole thing is morphing so beautifully into, it's just going to be such an amazing, you know, uh, platform and, and just this engine that is going to every single day be like chugging out like really interesting ideas that put it in front of the global audience. And you know, that's exposure to that's that, you know, it's kind of like, I actually was just gonna, I was gonna ask you this. Um, I saw a product hunt email today. And dude, I don't like read those anymore. And, you know, what product hunt was for a period of time, was the promise of like, oh, you can like, get your message out instantly in front of like so many people. And you can really get like early users. And it's a huge bump in, you know, users and, and customers. And that's kind of falling away. Would you agree? Well, yeah, I think that they've gotten to the point where they're pandering to what people want to read about. 
Um, and yeah. it's not, it's not so much like, oh, like here's the, it's not always this, here's this cool new thing every day. Um, right. It's like, oh, here's what we learned at Apple, right. From their web developer conference or something. Yeah. Like that. And so I think, I think, and I'm not getting down on them. I'm, I'm just saying like, I think that there's still a tremendous opportunity to create an essentially this, a global en- engine that not only is engaging, it's, you know, fun on the hyperlocal level, the events and things that are happening on a monthly, weekly and monthly basis. But then you put that into the engine that then just spits out uh, essentially like just, you know, in a way kind of like what Product Hunt was where it's like, you know, um, being able to showcase like here's who pitched like, you know, I would we, we can't we're not doing this yet. But like imagine like this morning being able to highlight what was pitched last night. Yeah. But hi- highlight that to our global audience and you receive the email that's like, you know, here's some interesting um, startups that, that came out of Founders Live in Buenos Aires last night. And yes, you know, that just is like what's being... missing on Founders know, Live right now. I know. Like, and, and even if it's just a written rundown of like, shout out to the five companies that presented at Philadelphia, and you put the five links to those web pages, dude. That would that would be helpful. I know, and I'll tell you, I know it's an excuse, and I'm I'm sick of you know I, things are continually going to change and get better, but. Dude, it is way easier to say it than do it. Yeah. And when you when you think about like I'm, you know, as as an owner and an operator and a and a, a CEO and a founder, starting to see this thing become very big, like all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, like, well, how do we do that? And we need to do this, and it becomes it's way more complex than just saying like, well, geez, like why don't why don't you have write ups of every single event that's pitched or that all the pitches? And it's like, well you have to look at scale and you have to look at like, these are locally ran and organized events from our city leaders and our city leaders are busy people. Yeah. So to, to, and, and, you know, they do have help, but how do they get, you know, in every city, do we have like a, a essentially a, the journalist that, that helps out and is the one that does the rundown and writes up the startups and the result, but it's like, Oh, okay. You know, like, but that's <laughs> yeah. all, it's, it's going to happen, but it's um you know, it'll be, be even more beautiful when it happens, but it's been, it's a struggle to like, you know, now it's a Titanic and, you know, the Titanic needs to get going. And, you know, when, when you need to turn a little bit, it's and shift a little bit, it's difficult to shift that um, Titanic. And I'll, I'll just end with, uh, here's a really interesting, um, cool development as well as um, I announced this at the Seattle event, but we're, we're now forming a, um, a winner's, basically a winner's package. And, you know, the first, there's two companies that are a part of it right now. And um, the package is really, it's at this point valued at $25,000. And we have Google Cloud for startups that has offered, they put together essentially $20,000 credit to Google Cloud services for the winner. That's like, that's awesome. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's credit. It's literally like, it's good as cash, but you're, you're using it for, your cloud hosting and technology services, but dude, so $20,000 towards um, Google cloud. And then the second company is actually called advisory cloud and they help early stage startups and um, you know, founding teams uh, find and onboard advisors. So, you know, they've put together like, I think it's 10 or 12,000, probably like 12,000 plus executives and, you know, C-suite, people around the world that maybe like experience it like you know pepsi or like some you know 
a consumer package gig company or, you know, Salesforce or, you know, you name it, the company, yep. but they're like high level executives that are like, yeah, I'll, I'll be an advisor. And they, they essentially list themselves on advisory cloud. And then as a, as an early stage company, you can go on and search and essentially get connected to and start building out your advisory board. And yeah, that's really, really clever. Cool. So they're um, offering, you know, one free connection to an advisor um, that's, you know, that's really, that's really great. And so um, essentially the, the package is valued at 25 K and we're going to start building that out. And this is like every winner from anywhere in the world will receive this. And, you know, you could imagine now we start building it out to like, you know, more, more that's involved and it'll, you know, my goal is to have it valued at about hundred K um, of a winning award that, this is not cash but it's like as good as that and credits and other things like that so yeah totally really dude really excited about that because now it's gonna that even makes it even more um just it it puts a little more on the table it makes it it more valuable to pitch and and actually win and um you know so this whole thing is it's coming together man i'm really excited about it yeah man i mean that's awesome that's i mean that's just like a huge improvement and how it keeps growing is awesome and so there's just such a value to putting your best effort forward and i think you said you're working on like your 35th city or something like that actually so um bozeman is 36 and i would say i would say unofficially i mean we're in i I just say now we're in like 40 cities because the next five or ten are kind of already lined up and so um like houston is gonna launch at the end of the month um toronto launches next month houston or um san antonio launches next month uh, London launches at the end of the month or in, in, in July. So, um, yeah, dude, it's, um, it's starting to, starting to pack some heat, man. That's awesome, man. I'm proud of you, Nick. Thanks. I appreciate it. Is uh, yeah, really cool. Awesome. Well, what do you have going on this weekend? Yeah, I'm hanging out. Uh, I don't have, thankfully, I actually, I, I don't have too much plans. I'm here in Bozeman um through monday and then i fly to minneapolis and so i'm just gonna chill i'm definitely gonna chill uh the weather apparently dude it's been really nice here but we're looking at some snowflakes i don't know so um i'm not sure what the weather's gonna be like this weekend but uh i'm just gonna have actually a i'm gonna take a really uh, a chill weekend that's good everyone yeah needs that. oh god yeah like it's, it's 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 been it's been a lot so i'm definitely relaxing and um and then excited to you know, move along. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm driving to Sandpoint, Idaho later today, uh, to go celebrate my mom's birthday. Um, and so, yeah, there's like thunderstorms expected. I don't think there's any snow, but I'm a little worried about the weather report. (laughs) Well, have fun, have fun up there. Thanks man. Well, uh, have a great weekend. Thanks as always for doing the show. Episode 49, uh, for everyone out there listening, check out Nick on founderslive.com. Uh, or hit him up on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or any of the place where you prefer to hit us up. And uh, thank you for listening to the show and we'll catch you next week. All right. Peace.